0: Welcome to the bonus episode of Duncan and Stuff with my guest, Jay Cortez. If you're listening to this, it means that you listened to the first episode most likely. And if you haven't, what the fuck are you doing listening to episode two of a two-episode podcast? First, go back and listen to the first episode because this picks up literally right after this. First episode. The reason I split it into two episodes was it was incredibly long. As I said in the intro of the other podcast episode, it's rough edit because we both talked for almost two hours. So I edited a little bit. That sounds like I'm drunk when I say that. Anywho, if you're listening, it means that you want to hear the second part of what we had to talk about. It's good stuff. It ends without me saying thank you to Jay. So let me say it at the beginning. Thank you, Jay, for being on my podcast and enjoy the show. It's pretty cool. I think we're at a good time or an interesting time in politics. Where it's like, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, whatever, status quo, status quo. And then Trump got elected and people were, I don't want to say like people woke up because like, I don't think that that's explicitly happened, but I think that people are like, wait, whoa, whoa, what happened? And then I think that the people who want him in power because the are Republicans, because right now on the federal level, what we're seeing is we saw this guy got elected on like a populist issues. All these things, right? And then the Senate and the House are just like, we don't really give a shit. He's gonna sign our bills. So we're just gonna kinda keep doing our agenda the way it was before he got elected. And you know, cool, it's fine, because he doesn't have like a concise agenda like on the economy. Like where like what are we doing? What are we doing? Like what's the plan? Where have you seen the plan? Mulvaney's plan. I haven't seen it. All I've heard him say is we're gonna make the economy awesome. It's gonna be great. And like so that's where it's like I think that the the, the kind of like tempted people get like drowned out with like all the stuff, all the executive orders, you know, and I was a big kind of vocal critic of Obama when it, the executive orders were going through. Cause I was like, yo, this guy's got executive powers and he's doing all these executive orders. First off, not good because the next president can totally just get rid of all of them. It doesn't matter. Like these are basically, if somebody comes in, they, it doesn't matter. The next president can do a shit ton of executive orders and it, it could matter until the next president, you know? And then when Obama was like, I think that we should rein in the executive order. And then, yeah, John yeah. Boehner was like, no, we, the president should have the right to do executive uh, orders because he needs those powers in his tool belt. And it's like, well, this is crazy. I don't know why we're still doing this. Okay, then I have another question. Again, this is almost the federal like big level, but this be, this, because this is like, I, I, I've I, honestly been trying to keep up with it and I'm like, w- what, but how do you feel about, we've talked about this before a little bit, but like, where are you right now with like your mindset about the whole Russia investigation with Comey and like the independent prosecutor and like these firings? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that, the federal level like we're talking about, you're saying that it's like you you're kind of like at the micro and then there's the macro. Do you think that like if there was a huge take up at the federal level at this end that this would affect your micro level? And do you have any, any opinions about this whole Russia thing? Because I've heard a lot of crazy shit about people saying that they were trying to hack like state election stuff that yeah. they that they were practicing on Ukraine for hacking infrastructure. So like there's really? like a lot of like reports that have recently been coming out that like the blackout that happened in Ukraine about a year ago was Russia actually oh, yeah. practicing hacking infrastructure because the future of warfare is going to be like hacking infrastructure. And like right. that, that comes at a local level. Like we're like the fifth largest economy in the world. Is that right? California. And like yeah. we are a prime target for having our infrastructure hacked considering that it, most of them run on floppy disk. And so I'm just right. curious, like, do you have any, do you have any macro viewpoints of the whole Russia investigation and then, or micro viewpoints? I think, I
1: yeah, so I will say this. I think I think that all right. So you you you've known bullies, right? Growing yeah. up, you've known bullies. Yeah. Okay. So what are what are the key things with the bully? Right? They go around walking around doing what the fuck they want to whomever they want, however they want. That's the thing, you know. Um, you you look at like big movies with kids probably in a playground who are big characters and there's a, a bully is one of the fucking characters and I, many times it's like he's giving this kid shit giving this kid shit giving this kid shit until one day the kid is fucking fed up and punches that fucker in the face right and the kids the, the bully's like oh my god they, they don't know what the fuck to do right and, and and they lose their shit and and they scurry off usually and um you know it's a big victory for the for the little guy so to speak so i it, it's i think that. At least in, historically speaking, because I have not been around for for longer than maybe three decades, really, historically speaking, the United States has had the, 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 the fortunate task of being the regulator in geopolitics, right? They've set the pace, they set the tone, they've done what they want, when they want, how they want, typically speaking. Yeah. Step in as they see fit, and very few people or groups of people, or and when I say people, I mean nations really, will step in and be like, No, nah, you can't do that. Not really. Like, even the UN is just kind of like, Yeah, we, we're at the pace of the United States, usually, right? Yeah, we're not really there anymore. I mean, um, at a federal level, like our, our government right now is actually kind of in a contentious state with like the UN, right? Um, the world leaders are no longer really kind of clicky with us in that in that way. Um Russia not being one of them. Russians Russia's always had a contentious relationship with us. But that's just because Russia's their nobody like Russia's their own thing. You know what I mean? Russia's always been their own thing and they're probably likely almost always going to be their own thing. Um but generally speaking, like people are they've lost a global leader in the United States because the United States is still trying to figure out its own fucking identity now. You know? We've really split. Like we've 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 at least growing up in my lifetime, there's always been somewhat of a divide, I guess you could say, with our parties. But at the end of the day, we were able to really come together and at, a, at, a, at an international level, still have a singular identity in that we are American. Mm-hmm. But being American now is two different things because... Individuals like Trump and people from uh, uh, his party and people that follow his party and support him and his agenda have created a different definition for what America is. But then people like you and me have created a very different definition as well, right? To us, being American is inclusive. To us, being American is progressive. To us, being American, right? Being American is doing the right thing. And our definition of what the right thing versus this other group, very apparently are two different things, correct? Yeah. So that's the thing is that I think America now is on its own trying to, is struggling to figure out what its own identity truly is. And people at a national level, at an international level, sense that. So they're looking for a new leader. And Russia now, because they've been very proactive at gaining dominance for decades since the Cold War, is that a, is that a much better place, because they know who they are, they know what they want, and they know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know how this this is going to play out. I can't even begin to foresee the ramifications of this. But what I do know is that if we want to be a, a, a geopolitical player, if we want to continue to be that, we need to figure out our own shit here at home. We really do. So we're not going to, as long as we're having this fucking American identity crisis, we're We're not going to do shit at an international level because no one's going to fucking respect us,
0: dude. We've been in war for fifteen years.
1: I know, dude. I just—I was was, actually—I just heard on like NPR the other day, and I was sitting there driving in the car, and I and and Wendy was right next to me, and I was like, "Dude, like we've literally been. (laughs) This is the longest we've ever been in war. Yeah, like like we for half my life basically, right? Like we've we've basically been in war. Think about how much money has been spent, and what the fuck have we gained?
0: Well, I can, tell what are we what, I, I can tell you what we haven't gained, we haven't gained the hearts and the minds of the Afghani people. Yeah, well. Because it doesn't yeah, seem to be working. That's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it's just, I don't know, dude. It's, it's really hard. You were talking about like being like the world police and stuff like this. And I think that there's like, I've had this kind of come up before. It's like, there's kind of like a social- Can you,
1: can you cut to Team America? Team America. America! Fuck yeah! <gasps> <laughs> uh-huh uh, the world and uh, that by the way there was a lot of social commentary there i love uh, that movie uh-huh.
0: no that movie is really i i that's one of the reasons that i love satire is because like in comedy is that i think it has the ability to comment on a lot of stuff where it doesn't seem so offensive and in your face and i don't mean like that movie wasn't offensive like by saying like fuck and uh, you're busting my bowels or whatever. And like the vomit scene or whatever. I mean, like it doesn't seem like it's an onslaught of ideology. And I think that that's like the best thing that comedy can do is like, be like, Hey, isn't that crazy that that guy said that thing? And like, try to make a joke out of it because it gets people to think about the social issue, but it doesn't make them feel like somebody's like saying like, Hey, you, you like this guy, he said that thing. You stupid if you like this guy because he said that thing. Do you know what I mean? So it's like in this in this current climate, I think comedy has a really big role to play. But like what you were saying though about being the world police, I think that there is a certain level where America, because of how good we've had it, I guess, have a responsibility to do that. But you also kind of said like we have to do stuff here. And like that's something that like really resonates with me is because we spend all this money on the war and but we want to cut, like, funding to the National Association of the Arts. And, like, we spent all this money on the war, but we want to cut funding to, like, education. Like, De- Betsy DeVos gets, like, nominated as, like, the Secretary of Education. And I'm like, education should be, like, the universal thing. It should be the thing that we just t- – we don't fuck around with. And when we're looking at all these other countries, geopolitical landscape that are coming up, a lot of them put emphasis on – Educating their populace, and or they used to send them here to educate them, and now we're not really doing that. And so it's just like it's it's when we get into politics, we start talking about everything. Everything gets really kind of crazy. Where it's like, oh my god, the spiderweb of all these issues. For me, the number one issue that like everything, the economy, the wars, the like, cybersecurity, politics, of local, federal, uh, like you know, I don't know, like prosperity, everything that I hear about in the news, all is affected by our education system and it like
1: 100% agree with you
0: really worries me when I see like where we are when I'm like whoa what the fuck is going on with the education system because like I'm not like the world's smartest person but like I had a good education and I'm like the minimum is to high school and like even you and I working at like AmeriCorps we saw like that the minimum that I thought that's this is my prejudice is that I came to AmeriCorps thinking that like everybody graduated high school that that was just the thing like that you had to go to school, like where were you You know what I mean? Like, but not, not the case. And I don't know all these issues we talked about today. I'm like, fuck, if we just poured all the money from the Afghan war for like one year into education, it'd be like the movie baby genius, but with actual geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like you use the phrase, um, like the spider web of social issues, right. Or just the spider web of issues. And like I really do believe, uh, and, and this, is, this is just directly tied to what you said, I really believe that if we did create a physical little spider web connecting all of these issues, that they would all kind of like be rooted at the base to education. Um, I know that for me, like being educated, growing in knowledge every single day and expanding my awareness for many things is uh, at the basis of what makes me feel whole as a person. It, it it's what i feel makes me better in every facet of my life especially the ones where i'm not very strong in where i don't feel very comfortable in the aspects of myself where i want to grow like I'm, I'm not a perfect person by any means i don't think i think that I'm, I'm a person that is compassionate empathetic and at heart really loves people loves the world and wants to see it a better place but do i think that like i'm at the level of like mother Teresa or gandhi or in, in any way at that like saintly in any fuck no like i have some fucked up shit like i'm a person I'm, I'm a human being you know what i mean but like i think that i get a little closer to being that and that's a and that's a lifelong pursuit to being a, a real good person by educating myself every single day um and not only that but by sharing that with my family by sharing that with my friends and with my loved ones um and sharing my viewpoints regarding that Um, and I think that that's, that's exactly what school is supposed to be. It's a, it's a place where we can share ideas. It's a place where we can expand our awareness and our knowledge. Um, and I think that that's because to me that that's what the definition of genius is, right? Being able to see the connectivity between seemingly disparate things. That is genius. When you're able to connect those things, like, wow, that's fucking brilliant. I never thought of that. Like, yeah, they're just at a different level of awareness than you. It's not that it wasn't possible. It's just that they saw it before you did but that doesn't mean that you can't get there. And I think that the best way to get there, and I think that someone like you can really appreciate something like this because I feel like I'm the same way. Um, we have a really broad interest in so many different things. I think that's why I, we, you <laughs> we had such a difficulty in pinning down the one thing that we wanted to talk to in this podcast is because you and I have such a broad range of interests, yeah. right? And that's why I told you like, well, you asked me, what do you want to talk about? I'm like fucking anything and everything. Let's just, let's talk. You know, I was I felt very confident right here at a visceral level that you and I would find out, find something to expound on because we're just those types of, of people. But I think that anybody can be that way. Like, yes, there are some people that just love fucking uh building, uh they love engineering and they love Legos and shit, and that's their thing or whatever, right? And I get it. Um, but the thing is, is that like you learn to appreciate the one thing that you really love as you learn. From other things, does that make sense? Like it's like traveling, right? Like I, I hadn't been fortunate enough to really travel um, a lot in my life up until really recently, and I remember saying, like, um, even just going to to some place, like I didn't have to go halfway around the world, like just going to like the East Coast, right? Going to like New York for the first time and um, going back and checking and loving it and falling in love with it, and, and the East Coast and Boston, coming back to LA, and like I remember looking at LA with a very different lens. Like I grew up in LA. And L.A. is a fucking amazing city and it's changing every day and becoming more and more beautiful. But I remember very distinctly coming back from my first trip to the East Coast and looking at L.A. through this new set of eyes and sitting here thinking, this is such an amazing city, you know, because I now had a new reference point in which to view it. And I think that many things are like that, that when you are exposed to something new and then you go back to things that you are familiar with, you look at it in a different way. And that's what I meant when I was, when I was talking about it earlier, when, I, when we were working with America and I made this whole new, very diverse set of friends. And not just like at a surface level, we were fucking friends. We ate together, we slept together, like not in that way, but like literally slept under the same roof. We partied together, we shared stories, we fucking cried together, we fought together. Um, we did so many things. And when I went back and I was in my, my, the, my environment where I grew up and what I was used to, I had a new reference point, and I had a new level of respect for the things that I now cherished and appreciated and now felt were a part of me. you know? Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's the thing. What, what you said right there is, is so true, and I think all of that can be found in ideal education. I think that our education system needs a, a, a complete overhaul. I think that it really needs to go back to almost those those Greek days where it's a forum of an exchange of an idea of ideas, not just one fucking person sitting up there with this kind of like jargony curriculum plan that gets fucking set by up here, so on and so forth. Like, no, this is something that like is carefully crafted through 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 passion, through general interest and gen, through a general love to to grow the minds of young people, right? Something that could be created, uh, maybe even at a local level. I don't know. I think this is why, like, you know, the charter school issue is a very charged issue in the sense where, like, there's an absolute for-profit sector of charter schools. And then there's just a really fucking innovative group of charter schools. And I think that, they're, that they often get bunched up together, but to me, they're two very different things. There are some really amazing charter schools that are doing just that. Like, they're not beholden to, like, this larger bureaucratic bullshit. They're their own in-house thing of well-versed, well-meaning people that put together insanely, like, good curriculum that really teach. Like, really teach. Not just shove information down to regurgitate, but fucking teach how to be better human beings, how to be more knowledgeable, and how to apply it in daily life.
0: Hell yeah. Um, I saw that I, at Kip schools. I, I don't know if KIP schools are great, but I saw that at KIPP Kip- Phenomenal. KIP schools yeah. are great. When I went to a KIP um, school. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And KIP is definitely one of those, those schools, as far as I understand. Um, I've heard really, really great things from people I really respect that have their own children in there. Um, and I'm currently trying to get my youngest into a KIP school because I heard it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think that that's the approach that we need with education, you know? And, and, and by the way, just disclaimer like, I'm not involved in the education system. And going back to what I said before, People like to opine a lot about how we need to do this. We need to do that without really knowing too much about it. Um, But I will say that the one thing that I think we can all agree on, including people that work in education, I know many of them. um, I think we all agree that it needs some work Um, and that, and that the salvation of this country and future generations has to come from education.
0: Hell yeah, dude. I think that's like a perfect, perfect statement, which is like, you know, that, No matter where you stand, what information you have, like, if you look at the education system, we should agree that it needs some work and that it's, it's going to be either the downfall or the salvation of the country as through like, people are always like, the children are our future, think of the children, but it's like, the children are going to be the people who are in charge of the country when you're breathing on like a a ventilator and when you're 80, you know, and like a home and you want to make sure that they don't like, they don't do what yeah. was that? What was that movie? What was it called? <laughs> uh, Idiocracy.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's what it's what Idiocracy. plants
0: crave. Yeah. You
1: know what
0: I mean, and like that's a yeah. dramatic—that's dramatized, but it's like <laughs> you just want to make sure that like the populace that's going to be in charge of your country isn't just like stupid.
1: It's an aspect of our uh, of our society that I think needs uh, reevaluation a uh, restructuring uh, by all means. And yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what you said. I think one thing that I, I just kind of took from what you just mentioned was that. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there that, man, they're, like they're highly educated. They're well-read. Um, they are, would, you know, what many would say are, are book smart, but they're not very fucking street smart, man. You know, and like, I know some really savvy entrepreneur and startup guys that like are fucking dropouts or that's really, they can't write for shit or can't add two plus two, but like they could fucking, <laughs> you raise your hand, but like, um, but, but they can run a fucking business and they can turn a fucking dollar, they can turn a profit yeah. and they can manage people and they can make people feel happy with what they're doing daily, you know? Um, so I agree with you that I think that the, and that's the big problem with um the things, with institutions like education is that, how do, you, how do you quantify that this person is ready for life? Because if you really broke it down Battle into to the its essence, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> That'd be an easy way to figure out who's- Sorry. There. Yeah, but um. <laughs> but uh if you really broke down the 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 idea behind education like that's what it's for right it's to make sure that you're ready for life and they're just trying to like you said create a broad stroke on how do we quantify that but the thing is is that you can't do that people are so different so diverse and there's so many different scenarios in life and it's ever changing um that's it's a hard job dude like to, to to overhaul that shit is a hard job but i think that for me, like I mentioned before, it's, it really starts back at the home. Like your job is, as a parent, when you procreate is to make sure that your, your children are better off than you are.
0: This and is why I don't are... have kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have Bishop.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have I, I've started to not, and say you're a good guy. I, have, I started to not say I have Bishop when my friends who have kids say, mm-hmm. like, Oh my kids. I'm like, yeah, well I have a dog. Cause like, sometimes they're like, ah, but then sometimes it's like this, like, you realize that my child is like <laughs> the light of my life and you just yeah. equated it to a dog. And I'm like, "Yeah, well, no, I just, I just mean that I like my dog a lot and yeah. you seem to like your kid. Uh, I'm sorry. And so I'm like, I, I <laughs> tried to stop doing that. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, no, no, it's it's uh, man. Some people are sensitive,
0: some people, you know, unlike we are,
1: but you know how I am with sensitivities.
0: Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> unlike myself, if I was a per like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I have children, like I, I but maybe no, just because we're friends, yeah,
1: maybe just because we're friends. I, no, no, I don't I'm give sure. a fuck about that kind of shit. And if, if you were to take up an issue with that shit, it's just like, we get the fuck off your high horse. Like this person is at a different level. He's at a different awareness. He's kept this thing alive and we should appreciate that. You know what I mean? We should appreciate that. He's kept this fucking dog alive. Okay.
0: Give him, give him his
1: participation trophy. Hell yes. <laughs> Just to bring it back full circle.
0: Yes. I want a participation trophy for having a dog. And
1: yeah, look, look, you've kept the dog alive. Uh, my I tip, my head off to people that can keep a fucking plant alive. I just so happen to keep a few human beings alive whatever. We're all at our own struggle. Let's all just respect each other for our efforts.
0: I'm totally want to end that there, but I got to say like, here's the difference. Like if Bishop goes missing, I'm not going to jail. If like a kid goes missing, like somebody's going to jail, somebody somebody's getting in right. trouble. If like a child goes, like Bishop's not on a system. He's not in a database. Do you know what I mean? Like right. I've said this before to people, but I'm like Bishop is not a lot of responsibility other than like walking him, taking care of him, yeah. taking him to the vet every now and then. I, that's why like, I understand when people are like, yo, my kid is a lot harder. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Bishop doesn't have a social security number. So yeah. do they give that to you at the day of birth or do you have to go get it?"
1: <laughs> like, is that like a rhetorical question? <laughs> Um, there's a lot of paperwork involved.
0: Oh yes, yeah, there's see, a lot
1: of paperwork involved, but I have kept my receipt. I don't know if I can take mine back. I think I've passed the the, the date, but
0: I'm I have just to keep mine.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that but, uh, that's,
0: once they give you the the footprint, I don't know nothing about kids, dude. I like kids, like as far, I, as, far I,
1: as I I've, will say this. I like, will say this, and this this is just going back to the, like to to people, but specifically dudes. Like like if you really, if you want to see what you what, what you're really made out of, like a kid will make the worst aspects of you worse or the best things about you even better or both, Sweet, you know, and like, no, it's the truth. Like it's, it will really having a child. I, I think that for the most part, if you are a, a, a good, if you have a good heart and you really care that you will rise to the occasion. Like, I know I was like not fucking ready. I, I wasn't, I I just fucking wasn't, but I just, I I felt it. that it was something that I wanted in my life that I wanted to do. And I don't regret it one bit. And I really think that, you know, when you come from that, you will rise to the occasion. Like I know some amazing people that have been able to graduate high school, go get their undergrad from like places like MIT and get their master's from places like fucking Berkeley or Stanford or whatever with kids, you know, going like uh, my boss, my boss, UCLA and uh, law school with his, his child. You know what I mean? Um, phenomenal people. You'll rise to the occasion uh, if you care. Sure. And, and you typically people, people good people will. Um, so don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. I think that you won't ever really feel ready. But a person like you, not that I'm trying to sell you on having kids or anything anytime soon. But um, I, I think that if by today you had a fucking child and you were tasked with that responsibility, you would respond phenomenal. It, would, would, it, it like would suck. Him. You would struggle. You would, no, I'm not even going to bullshit you that it's not hard and you won't struggle. You will but you will rise to the occasion and you will do it.
0: I, like my mindset is, well, first off, let me say thank you. I appreciate that. I've had, you know, I've had practice working with kids. with was, that's the thing. It's like, if I was to ever have a kid, like my mindset is like, I would love to have a kid who's like five. Mm-hmm. And then from there on, you know what I mean? Cause like five is like cool. Cause it can yeah. like walk and it talks and it like yeah. pees where it's supposed to. But yeah. like under that, I'm like the baby part was like, that sounds really hard. Cause I'm like, can you just be quiet? Dude. that
1: year one year number one year one batman go no what fucking terrible (laughs) year one year one batman but year one does fuck it's it's hard like for a first-time parent it's so fucking hard just the sleep deprivation alone if you're someone who enjoys sleep like me is it makes everything so much harder um but once you once you i'm serious but like once you get past it and like once you look back and it is probably around year five kind of like you mentioned where you look back and it's just like you're so big i can't believe you've gotten so big i can't believe this part of your life is past us now and you miss it you know what i mean like you ever go through something really difficult in fucking life and when you're going through it it's like god this just sucks why the fuck is this happening to me Da-da-da-da, and like everything's shitty but then like when you look back and you're like I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I went through that. And in a weird way, you kind of fucking miss it, you know. And I think that our experience yeah. at Americorps was kind of like that, right? Like it was really yeah. hard. We went through a lot of shit, da, 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 da And now we think back on it, and like I know I personally don't look back, and it's just like fuck, that was a terrible point in my life. I think about it as kind of like that was a fucking amazing experience. Hell yeah! And I'm, and I'm kind of sad it's behind me, but I'm really glad I went through it. It's kind no, of, I of like know that. What you mean. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like that for me. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think children are just being, raising other people is like, I don't know. It's, it's one of my favorite aspects of my life. I, I love being a father and, and I think it's made me a better person.
0: Yeah, I think it has actually made you a better person not to be like you were a terrible person before cause you weren't, but like you're even better. Now you're like RoboCop two or no Rocky three or four. Rocky I, three? I'm not really sure.
1: Are we, <laughs> are we talking about the Russians again?
0: yeah no I was just trying to think of like which uh, but no like yeah I definitely think that there's like been a a noticeable difference since you became like a dad and like it's a good thing because like you're a citizen who's well informed and now you're going to have like many little citizens who become actual citizens and they're going to be informed and so you're spreading the knowledge and I think that's cool and uh, yeah I love it I think it's great I'm not going to have kids today or probably not for a while but I think that you set a really good example that's going to be tough to beat thanks Matt I appreciate that I know. Right, um, I definitely have to let you go because my computer's going to die.